You are listening to The Serpent Cast. I'm Casey Halter. I am Sophie St. Thomas. And I'm Annabelle Gatt. Hi everyone, this is Casey. We've sort of mentioned it a couple of times on The Serpent Cast, but over the past few months I have been working super, super, super hard night and day and like tearing my hair out for an independent environmental and digital art magazine that I run called Silica Magazine. The reason why I've been pushing it to the limit is because we are launching our third issue on Engadget this week. It's called The Critter Issue. It's all about animals, weird animals, robot animals, animals with surveillance antennas on them, animals that can talk, and tons and tons of taxidermy. We're coming out with a feature every week on Engadget this week. And on Silica Mag, we have 20 more features coming out, and you should really read it if you're into science, witchcraft, and just really weird-looking shit. It's Gemini season, so that means you can find your Serpent Slut sex scope over at unboundbabes.com. Go check it out. The Serpent Sluts write you your sexy sex scope for, the, for whatever season we're in, every season. So it's Gemini season. Go check it out. We are here tonight with Chelsea Selby of Witch Baby Soap. She is the creator, the founder of this brand that we are all obsessed with. We talk about Witch Baby Soap all the time, so we're so happy that she's here with us this evening. Yeah, we basically, like, every single episode bring up her name, trying to, like, subliminally, not so subliminally entice her into the studio. And here she is. <laughs> so our first question for you is, what is your sign and what is your Hogwarts house? Okay, so I'm a Taurus sun, a Capricorn moon, and a Leo rising and I think I'm probably a Gryffindor. Interesting. I don't know. First Gryffindor. Yeah. First Gryffindor. I, it's really hard for me to figure it out because I really don't, not like a group kind of person. Interesting. Like, but I yeah. relate so much to that. Yeah. I feel like committing to something and I was like. This is very stressful for me. I don't do groups, so. But I don't know. Well, first of all, my daughter's a Gryffindor, so I feel like, yeah, kind of got to go where she goes. But also, I'm like, kind of. Why not? Not so much these days. But I'm kind of like a bro. Interesting. (laughs) Tell us more. I I really love um, witch bros. Um, Which well, bro? I, yeah. I'm like a really big wrestling fan, <gasps> oh, really? and I used to play roller derby. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I feel like that's you have a little bit of a jock in you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, witch bros are going to be taking over the witch scene. Really, within a matter of a of a few months, I would bet. <laughs> as we as we keep chucking towards this life with Uranus and Taurus, we're going to see some people that we often think of as being conservative as maybe not being as stuck in their ways as we think of. You know, I think when we think of the typical wrestling person, like there's definitely a certain image that comes to mind. That image is not a cool witch with a fucking amazing soap company, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm in like this this Facebook wrestling group and I definitely just fight with all the dudes in there. <laughs> About so, what? Uh, I don't know, everything. <laughs> I think like half of them have blocked me. Um, No, uh, usually about stuff they they say about women. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I'm the worst. Well, now it's time for them to change with Uranus and Taurus. It's time for them to get Some of them are. Some of them are. You must be an amazing influence on them. I try. Yeah. Yeah. There's some other, like, weird girls in the group now, too. And then I try to also add, like, recruit weird girls that I meet to be in the... I'm, like, on this witch podcast talking about wrestling. (laughs) No, let's let's talk... (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't. Casey, are you, I feel like you're a wrestler, or maybe that's just in your like private life. Um, <laughs> sometimes my boyfriend and I will fight in front of people when we're drunk for entertain to entertain them. Okay, verbally or like wrestling? Wrestling. We will like face off against each other and wrestle. My my boyfriend is about the same tininess as I am, and we just like. <laughs> Yeah. It's like and two I, pixies fighting. And I always win. Nice. <laughs> I never win. <laughs> I fight my boyfriend. I never win. He's in, like six foot two and gigantic. <laughs> so Chelsea understands that I'm a Scorpio, so I can be creepy. But I just want to make sure if you're listening that you understand like what a big deal this is. Which baby soap is the best. I'm obsessed with their body butters. We, we have witch royalty here. Right now, and not only which royalty, but skincare royalty. Her products have seriously changed my life. I'm obsessed with them. I want to give a little shout out to a friend of mine who introduced me to Witch Baby soap. I first heard about Witch Baby about a year ago at a coven meeting with Ammo, who was on our who's ah, the one of the first witch. yeah the fitness witch, which is one of our earliest episodes of this show. She introduced me to Witch Baby. Uh, she gave me some stuff, and then I ordered some stuff on my own, and then. From that moment forth, I told my boyfriend, please buy me all these things. So, <laughs> Well, thanks, Ammo. <laughs> and then um, for Christmas, I got you two some presents from Witch Baby. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I don't remember what I got you two. Do you remember? Or what are, what are your early Witch Baby memories? It was the one I talked about on our first episode, which I used last night. And I love it forever. The Death Bath Bomb, which is shaped like a coffin. And it turns into this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful blood red. Nice. I'm curious as how you got started and into all of this. Well, I popped out a baby, and then I didn't (laughs) want to ask my boyfriend for money. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? Well, I kind of wanted to make these things for a while, and I was like, I'm going to do it. And everybody was like, you're crazy. Make natural stuff. And I was like, no, I'm just going to make this stuff that I like, and if it sells, it sells, and if it doesn't, I'll just use it for myself. So, yeah. I, I was curious about that. Your, like, your inspiration. When you come up with new products, is it, for instance, like, the Wheel of Fortune body butter? Was that, is that a new product? Uh, no, re- that's from, we did, uh, like, uh-huh. a tarot collection. So that's from that collection. And that one was just more, like, what I felt like that card would smell like if that's a weird no thing. no, no that that's sense. beautiful that's that's so beautiful the wheel that's of fortune what... product on the witch baby site is something that really piques sophie's interest i am obsessed with it i'm, I'm such <laughs> I a almost fucking brought it. no it's okay like i will spend my money on that thing but she, but like sophie you know she might be a scorpio but she still has a practical virgo moon and there's a side of her that's like what am i going to use this one for and I think you're trying to work out what spell that could be a well, part of. I think it appeals to me also because now, to me, your, your products, and I believe you'll agree, is doing witchcraft. My signature scent is the, <laughs> is the, is the, is the snake's body butter, which is, helps ward off copycats, which yeah. is my biggest pet peeve. And not only do I love the smell, but every night I put it on and I'm like, bye-bye, repelling all the copycats. Yeah. and. I'm in a period of my life where I'm kind of ready for some big transitions. So I think that's why I'm so drawn to the Wheel of Fortune. I'm looking at that and I'm like, I want, give me, (laughs) give me and turn that wheel. But I just, whether it's a tarot collection or a different product, I guess I'm just curious about your inspiration. And if you, like you said, just make things that you like or. 
Some of them are like like nostalgic. So this collection is basically my inner thirteen year old girl. The the which is in Revolt collection. It's pretty much how I felt when I was thirteen, and and I kind of try to like replicate some smells from when I was thirteen, like Melanie was a friend of mine who passed away and she drank peach tea and smoked Lucky Strikes. So that's why it's peach tea and tobacco. And then there's other collections where I will just build a world out of scent. So I'll, um, I like vision board a lot on Pinterest. I can go, I have a lot of pins on Pinterest. It's almost embarrassing, but I'll like make a vision board on Pinterest. And then I also um, make like a playlist that I listen to while I'm creating stuff. I try to make like really atmospheric blends. So like in our Royal Witch collection, I did this one that was called Lady of the Mist. And it's supposed to be like um, overgrown witch's cottage in the middle of the woods in like medieval times. (laughs) And it's a garden mint rose and dirt but that's what it's supposed to smell like and then the color is like a like a light rosy pink and kind of like this green this earthy green almost dirt colored green like a mossy yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so so it depends some things I'm like this is what I think this smells like and then other things it's like this whole world that I built in my head yeah you know my favorite scent is Secret Order. I talk I love, about it all the yeah. time with like everyone. I'm like, did you try that one when that one was out? And I just love that one. So can you tell me what the background story for Secret Order was, if there is one? It's like one piece of the puzzle of, of our last fall's collection, which was Witch Academy. So I wanted to make something like really like a culty, like secret, like secret ordery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I got really obsessed with conspiracy theories for a while when Ooh. I was like 18. Good obsession. So, so I it, it, like, you know, all these like secret societies fascinate me. If there was a school for weird secret societies that weren't like, I don't know, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's kind of what I was going for. Yeah, I'll have to show you my mood board for that one. Yeah, I'd love to see it. That's also kind of rebellious, too, because it's, like, we had Girl Crush in there, which is about, it's like a first crush, but it's very girly. It's supposed to smell like, you know, a girl's shampoo. (laughs) I don't know. Just, I I just try to build this whole world. It's hard to explain. No, you you're do. a very good world builder. You are I'm, a good world builder. I'm like imagining that you have like a basement full of tinctures and strange smells and all of these things. Like, how do you how do you do this? I did used to have a weird American Horror Story basement full of stuff, <laughs> <laughs> but then we moved to an apartment once everything moved out of the house. But it it was like it had weird closets. It was very strange. So, um, no, I have now. I have like a little creative room. In, in our facility, uh, less magical, but I have a lot of sense. And then I just, whatever uh, I'm feeling like I want to make a scent out of, I'll just order a whole bunch of different scents that correspond with that. And then I kind of just like blend them together to make what I'm going for. I have a question if you're comfortable talking about this. So, if I'm correct, you got some hate for being a witch-owned 
business. Yeah. Well, ever actually, ever since we started advertising, I get these comments that are like, uh, this is snake oil or like, oh, you, you're just profiting off of the witch community. And it's like, uh, I don't know. There's nothing like well, when I started, there were, there were other beauty brands, maybe. I don't Nothing like what I was envisioning was around when I made it. So my purpose was to serve the witch community. So I was like giggled to myself a little bit every time somebody tells us that we're like capitalizing, capitalizing. on the occult. But, but it's so, oh my God, I love it so much. I, I won't publicly drag any other brands, but I'm a, primarily a sex writer, but I'm also a beauty writer. I'm, a, I'm obsessed with my skin routine. Like, oh my God, it's my favorite thing, like applying my, my body butter and my moisturizer. So some of these other brands, like there's this one other store that I used to go into and they would like try to talk to me and like some of these things. I was like, don't you know, I'm like antisocial and just want to like hide and not... Anyways, when I found your brand, not only was I so satisfied with how it made my skin, but it's like coffin-shaped bath bombs and and body butter that wards off. It aligns with your values. It aligns with my values. And I would so much rather give a witch I have grown to trust and respect my money than a corporation. So, I mean, if you don't want to buy, if you don't need to buy bath products, don't buy bath products. But I don't really understand I'm sorry you have to deal with that. I'm on your side. Yeah, I mean, when you're a witch, everything you make is going to be witchy. Yeah. And when you're a witch, everything you buy as a result is going to be a part of your um, toolbox of witchiness. So if you're a witch, it makes sense to buy something from another witch. It just wouldn't resonate with me to make things that are not like witch baby. Like I could, I could make like a cupcake bath bomb. (laughs) <laughs> and that's just and I really like cupcakes I'm a Taurus but but I just I, I can't be passionate about cupcake bath bombs you know yeah. what I'm saying like I enjoy them for what they are but is that my calling to make cupcake bath bombs no it's not <laughs> well and you just, clearly like know your stuff I always look at the ingredients on all of your bath products I don't know if you guys do this actually really weird tangent but like when I'm in the bathroom I'm taking a long time on the toilet I like grab all of my bath supplies and just like read the ingredient bottles oh yeah I get bored favorite right? I do that too yeah I have a bunch of your products in my bathroom and I always read and I'm like yeah like hex breaker lemon bomb charcoal like yeah this girl like knows her shit totally like, totally yeah <laughs> I do a lot of research And I also, I went to school for alternative medicine, so I do have, like, a background in herbology and other, like, a weird hippie college that I went to, and we did, like, hypnotism and Reiki and meditated and did kundalini yoga in an ashram, so I have that background. I want to know more about that. It was it was a fun time. Yeah, <laughs> it, like, it sounds like it. it I it went like in two thousand and seven. You know when you had to like argue with people about organics because mm-hmm. they were like, "What's the difference? <laughs> How do you know?" <laughs> like my mom would not eat organic food. She was like, it, it, "They're probably lying anyway," which is I feel like a very Gen X thing to say. What's her side? A Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she's a she's a Gemini with a Scorpio moon. Ooh. Yeah. I was working at Gold's Gym, and I was like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> and so I went to, uh, 
I signed up for this college, Everglades University. It's probably like a scam, I'm sure. But it was like the only like in one of the only in-person holistic medicine schools at the time. And I wanted to be an acupuncturist originally. But then I got I got pregnant five days after I graduated. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go to school with a baby. That's not going to happen. But no, it was great. I had a lot of great teachers. I had one really super weird teacher, like chiropractic teacher who was like, into reptilian shapeshifters and stuff. <laughs> it was a very interesting life experience. <laughs> no, I learned a lot though. I, I did have some good teachers. I had a we did we had a full course in feng shui, which was really good. My paper was about how feng shui is pretty much witchcraft. Oh, cool. <laughs> totally. It, it yeah. rubbed some of the people in my class the wrong way. <laughs> they were not pleased. Well, whenever we have a guests on the show where I find myself just talking to self-proclaimed muggles and then they start telling me like these daily activities I'm like you're doing magic yeah Yeah. you know you don't realize it but yeah you're you're doing magic yeah no I've said that I've said that to some of the moms at school too they'll be like oh they do this at the church and I'm like yeah that's witchcraft yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh so you all line up and walk down and light candles on an altar and like eat eat things and pretend that things are turning into blood and you think that you're not doing super witchy yeah (laughs) so hardcore yeah even the most mundane things you do are very witchy including taking a bath Mm -hmm. and i know that we were all wondering that new moon in taurus bath ritual you posted last night sensual so beautiful so beautiful but how do you come up with bath rituals and well, I actually, I wrote like this whole plan of what I was going to do last night. And then at the last minute, I was like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just took whatever I really like felt resonated with me and just put it in the bath. I kind of, you know, did some research and I knew what some of the things were for before I put them in the bath. But then it kind of, usually when I go with my intuition and I put stuff in the bath, it ends up aligning with the purpose anyway there'll be like an herb or something that's like really calling to me of I just want to use it for a bath and then I'll look up what it corresponds with and usually it corresponds with exactly what I'm going for so you're a witch you know (laughs) do you have any advice for any baby witches at home about the best way to do a magical bath or maybe some more stories about like your process yeah I mean you just kind of need to go with whatever feels right. Like, I'm not very formal, so I'm not like, you must do this when the sun is... Well, the sun's not anywhere. When the moon (laughs) is here, you know, you have to light five candles. And then, no, I just... I just like this, and I'm like, okay, I I like this for a reason right now, so I'm going to put this in there. Or, like, if you have a crystal research the crystal first before you put it in your bath. But if you have a crystal, because it might not be good for water, if you have a crystal that's been like, you've been attracted to, you can like drop that in there. Juices are nice. Oh, what's your favorite juice to use in the bath? Um, You know, like a pomegranate juice is really nice Ooh. in the bath because I feel like that's a very like goddessy juice, yeah. you know? I have never put juice in my bath. I'm going to try that. I put lots of things in my bath. Like it's juice, wine, beer. If you want to get real bougie, you can put some champagne in there. Oh, damn. Love it. You What's know? the weirdest thing you've ever put in a bath? The weirdest thing? Um, hmm. I, I kind of just make this like 
bath soup whenever I'm sick. Or it's probably not things that are like great smelling, but I'll just toss a whole bunch of stuff in my bath, like a lot of charcoal, which is really messy. And then like salt, a bunch of essential oils. And like if if it depends on what I have, but maybe some like specific herbs like that may not smell the best. Like you can put like thyme in your bath, you can put Ginger will kind of, like, warm you up. That's not really a weird thing to put in your bath, though, I don't think. <laughs> I think many people wouldn't think of it, though. Yeah. 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 I like putting also, like, coconut milk in my bath. I put some oat milk in my bath, too, which is, like, unconventional because you don't really think about it. But it's a less messy alternative to actual, like, oatmeal. Mm. Use oat milk, milk instead. Nice. That's good for your skin. I like that. Do you have a favorite herb? A favorite herb um, used to be basil. I love basil. Just kind of like basic. I feel like <laughs> basil. I you, basil is so easy to grow. That's why I love I it. Don't really grow basil. Though. Yeah, I grow sage really well. I also like mugwort. Uh, that's my favorite, like magical herb. I have like, <laughs> like as far as cooking herbs, I like basil. Magical herbs, I like mugwort. Even though basil is a magical herb but I really if I I like to do dream work I haven't been able to do it as much I was just gonna ask about that I've had some intense dream experiences with mugwort yeah yeah Yeah, I I like to have really crazy dreams um so I and I used to like smoke mugwort too yeah like we had this one roommate who would back in college because you know I'm a mom I don't do that anymore (laughs) But, but back in college we had this one roommate who would, like, smoke all of our weeds. Like, he would, like, Snoop Dogg hit the blunt and, like, just, like, hit it as hard as he possibly could until he almost threw up. Like, sometimes he did throw up. So we would, like, throw some mugwort in our blunt that we were smoking with him because you couldn't tell yeah. the difference. So we would uh, we would go to, go to sleep and have the craziest dreams ever. Annabelle, pretty early on in our friendship, gave me a bundle of mugwort a a smudge stick well, yeah and it was funny I was dating oh god this fucking piece of shit at the time but he he was awful in very many ways but he was very mean about witchcraft he was a, a non-believer but I lit and you know waved around the mugwort and the next day he woke up and he was just like Get that nightmare stick out of the apartment. <laughs> like, <laughs> he kept calling it the nightmare stick. He was like, did you throw out the nightmare stick? <laughs> it's, supposed to, it's supposed to be like a protective herb, too. So, Well, I think he had some demons there? that were visiting yeah. him. Yeah. He, he was to... driving him out. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. But I love my nightmare stick. I still I didn't throw it out. Obviously, I still have it, but. I, I actually have like adapted that that term in a very fond manner now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you're like resistant to it, then then it has the potential to go to like nightmare land. Interesting. Yeah. If you can't go with the flow, the, yeah. the current will take you yeah. away. And I've been have I, I've been doing I've I feel like I've been doing dream work since I was a kid because I read I used to be obsessed. Well, I still I still read a lot of magazines, but. I read in a magazine when I was a kid that, like, if you looked at your hand and you thought throughout the day, like, multiple times a day, if I look at my hands in my dream, I'll know that I'm dreaming. 
So I did that. It was in like 17 or something. I was like 10. I actually vaguely remember that tip. Right? Right? I I used to like cut out these tips and like stick them all over my walls when I was a kid. Pre-Pinterest. Yeah. (laughs) Now now I have Pinterest board. So I started doing that and then I started astral projecting and doing stuff like that when I was a kid and I've just kind of been doing it ever since. So when people talk to me about their dreams, like Joe's dreams are really normal. All of his dreams are really normal. We're like really raunchy. <laughs> Joe's your boyfriend, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has really normal dreams and I'm like, I actually texted him today because I told him like I had a nightmare, but then I was like, but then it was okay because I rode in this giant submarine to underwater Philadelphia. It was shaped like a whale and he was like, what? what is wrong with you i don't know do you use any crystals for dreaming or have any crystals in your bedroom Um, i don't i i still sleep in my daughter's bed (laughs) she doesn't like to sleep alone so i sleep with her i'm a firm believer in attachment parenting yeah Yeah, give me some of that like now (laughs) i feel like like that's why i can't have another kid because i'm too busy and i wouldn't be able it like crush me to not attachment parent again and I like hardcore attachment parented <laughs> but yeah I know if you don't attachment parent that's you know I'm not judging you but that's just everyone's like different yeah everybody's different I like a t- Taurus mom can yeah. I ask if your daughter has favorite which baby products uh yeah she likes she likes the the amethyst bomb the psychic bath bomb Ooh. that's her favorite um she also likes fairy cake and she has recently started using our bath potions. Like, she asks for those specifically whenever she does take a bath. And she also wishes she could use a scrub, but she has, like, that child skin. So oh, like, yeah. <laughs> but that candy cord scrub, she makes me smell it all the time. She's like, Mom, smell this. Please. I'm like, Ask I Annabelle. Know, I came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, it's sparkly, mom. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and then she, she'll take all the crystals. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she'll take all the crystals out of, like, my body butters, and she'll be like, I don't know what happened. This one just fell out, you know? So I'm just going to take it and keep it in my room. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, should I share a really kind of sad story? Yes, it might be. It might be too intense and personal. Maybe I'll cut it out. Maybe I'll leave it in. I don't know. I'll, I'll see what you Go guys think. Go for it. But for the listeners at home, you may or may not know, I have very bad anxiety. Me too. And I struggle with many issues on on that end. And one of the sad things that have crossed my mind a few times is that, like, what if I'm never healthy enough to have kids and, like, Me too. Yeah. And last year, Chelsea posted a video of her daughter at a princess party wait Mm -hmm. i'm 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 gonna i'm gonna cry too and i was like i have to get better like i have to be able to do this with a kid one day like this is so pure and beautiful and like fun and like i wish i was there too it's it's actually very strange because like i uh, i have like ptsd and when i um birthed my daughter like a lot of that just kind of like a lot of anger that I had I was never like a kid person before 
I had Gia, like, people would want to hand me their babies, and I'd be like, no, that's a liability. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't give me your baby. I don't know what to do. Literally, like, one person told me I was going to be a good mom, and I think they were just being nice. (laughs) Um, But, you know, like, I don't know. There's just, like, this weird thing that happens when you have a baby that, like, all of the the stuff that was like bothering you kind of just gets put on the back burner because I feel like you're more concerned with your kids so you're just like here are my problems and whatever about those and then you're like what what can I do for you you tiny little baby (laughs) you know so it kind of like you kind of and it also I feel like you like it it like levels you like level up you know? yeah <laughs> yeah Definitely. you're like okay now I gotta go like I don't know I like to sleep a lot <laughs> and I used to take a lot of naps before I was a mom and and then I like survived on no sleep at all and I was like how the fuck am I doing this right now and so and then also like of course I'm worried about things she's a girl obviously and and worried about stuff that she might have to deal with stresses me out but at the same time it's also kind of healing to be like like I I can't let my issues and my trauma stand in the way of letting my daughter you know have these experiences or go do certain things so you kind of have to like come face to face with everything that you're dealing with and it kind of motivates you to get past it. Like it gives you almost like a reason to confront some of those fears and worries that you have. And then you can actually deal with it and confront yeah. it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, face it. Well, I just convinced myself I want children. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's awesome. Like, I, I I love my kids so much. It's it's the weirdest thing. Can I, can I ask you what giving birth was like? Um. Okay. So I did it. I did it in a birthing center, and it was like a an all natural birth. Which you know, if you need the drugs, take the drugs. I'm not judging you, but that's just how I wanted to do it. You know, I watched the Ricky Lake documentary, and I was like, I yes, love that this, documentary. Yeah. This is how I'm doing it, Ricky Lake. <laughs> Ricky like told me to do it this way. So I watched that and I and I read a lot. I did a lot of research. Um so I went to this birthing center and it was really nice actually. Where was um, it if I may ask? It was in Sanford, Florida. Interesting. There was a hurricane. Oh, there was a tropical storm that weekend. And oh, my, wow. My uh, midwife had to tell Joe, like, so if the baby comes, this is what you got to do. And he's like, just like a deer in headlights. <laughs> <laughs> Please, God, don't let that happen. So I went into labor. I labored a lot at home. They were like, come back when you're a bitch. <laughs> and Joe was like, so should we stay? <laughs> and then we we came back. After watching, like, all the X-Men movies, (laughs) we went back, and they put on Sade, and I wanted to have her, like, in the water, but uh, she was, I was in back labor, so the baby, the base of their skull is supposed to be facing the front of your body, but the base of her skull was on my tailbone, Um, and that's really painful. Yeah. So... Uh, it, it took a while. My water took forever to break. And eventually, at like 
35 and a half hours. They were like, all right, we're going to just break your water and we're going to do this. They had to hold my legs because, like, I was really strong at that point in my life (laughs) from playing roller derby. I was, like, a beast. Uh They were like, wow, your legs are really strong. And so they're holding – they made Joe hold my other leg. And then I didn't, like, know how much energy I had left after 36 and a half hours. They were so nice. They were, like, rubbing essential oils on me and stuff. Like, (laughs) just push. And I gave out this, like – really primal scream and I pushed as hard as I could because like I didn't know if I was gonna have the energy to get through it and she kind of like shot out like a cannonball (laughs) 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 like in the Spice Girl movie (laughs) oh my god I forgot about that scene yeah Yeah. and then I I like shot blood all over Joe's leg (laughs) it was horrified um yeah it was it was interesting, but then they just, like, put her on me, and at that moment, I was, like, I just, it was, like, I don't know, it was so surreal. <laughs> it was crazy. I, I went home four hours afterwards, wow. too. Wow. It was awesome. I think that's another reason why I would have a hard time birthing, like, in New Jersey, because the birthing centers are illegal there, and mm-hmm. I can't, I don't think I could birth in a hospital. Like, yeah, I don't think I could either. No, you know what? It's cool if you do go to a midwife too, not to get preachy, because like midwives were kind of demonized by the medical industry as witches. Yeah. A lot of witches who were burned were midwives because, you know, people didn't believe in science. So they thought if they lost their baby that God was cursing them. So, you know, support your local midwife. Yeah. Totally. I have a weird story to share with you all. A few years ago... One day I woke up in the morning and I was like, I need to know everything about childbirth and pregnancy. Like, I just have to. And I don't know why I felt this way. I didn't I want that's it. normal. It, but it just came over uh-huh. me. Like, I never, I didn't know anyone who was pregnant. I hadn't known anyone who was pregnant in years. But just, I woke up and I was like, I have to learn everything. And over the next 72 hours, I watched that Ricky Lake documentary. I read, like, all of Ina Mae Gaskin's books. Yes. I, like, researched all of the birthing centers. And I was like, all right, like, three days have gone by. I'm ready. I'm, like, a doula now. Like, I'm ready to, like, help someone give yes. birth. Like, I, I, I have downloaded all of the information. And then I get a phone call from my mom the next day that my sister was pregnant. <gasps> That's crazy. Yeah. I must have felt it psychically. Yeah. I was like, all right, sister, I'm ready to I give birth to your things. baby now because I know exactly <laughs> yeah. what to do. Oh, my God. That's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's like a, it is a super magical experience. It's it's weird. I actually, I posted, it to, I don't know if you saw it, but I posted a thing about like how it's almost like spirit possession to have a baby. It's weird. Like after I birthed Gia, I felt like my body wasn't my own. Like it was I've wondered about that a lot. It was yeah. weird, especially if you're like breastfeeding too, uh-huh. which I did for a very long time. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I didn't feel like my body was my own. So we it was kind of a weird adjustment for my relationship because every time Joe would touch me, I'd be like, ugh. My body doesn't feel like it's my own. Just don't touch me. (laughs) It was weird. It was a weird adjustment. How did you work through that? Does it kind of work out on its own, or was it something that they like consciously? It it does. It's it's a very weird thing. Like uh, it's just so hard to explain. Like it takes you a while to get out of the fog of being a mom, and Mm -hmm. like it's just such a monumental shift in your life. Like everything changes. Before I had a baby, I was like 
I'm going to bring my baby everywhere. I'm going to go do all of this stuff. And then I had the baby and I left my house. Like, I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not, that is too much work. Aww. I have to be like, no, I didn't care. I was like, no, it I sounds am, very nice. Yeah. That's, I'm like nesting. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. sounds very comforting to me. It was, it was nice. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to go anywhere or do anything. It was a weird, I, and I wasn't like, you know, in a, depressing way well you know what also my mom was a single mom and we didn't get to spend a lot of time together when I was a kid so I was like I'm going to enjoy every second of this and even still like that's a a big part of the reason why I did want to start the company was because I like the thought of putting her in a daycare was just like I didn't want to work to pay for a daycare that didn't make any sense to me and the thought of missing that time was like just soul sucking. I was like, there's no way I'm not doing this. My mom was a freelancer when I was growing up, and I feel like I got all of my good business skills by watching her do freelance oh, wow. stuff. And I bet like your daughter's gonna be like an amazing entrepreneur. Yeah. Um she she <laughs> may we'll see. You know, she she <laughs> talks about when she's a boss or like she'll we'll go into a furniture store and she'll be like I'm gonna get this chair when I'm a boss. <laughs> and I'm like, you go, you get that pink chair. So I I hope that I'm set, like being a good role model for her. When the business started, I was like labeling stuff with her strapped to my chest, like oh. on the boob, just packing orders and doing all that. So she she's basically grown up around it. And yeah, she goes to the she goes to the office and acts like she runs the place. Good for her. Yeah. I feel like you can feel that in the products. Am I sounding too weird? I was just thinking. I was like, yeah. to all of the people who are fucking hating on this, like you are like if you buy Witch Baby, you're funding like the most healthy, beautiful mother daughter relationship that I could Essentially. ever imagine. I mean, but, but like beginnings and births and and intentions, you know matter like that's such a beautiful creation business creation story it is thanks yeah Yeah. Yeah. um that yeah I just uh wasn't going to compromise on those things so and I really wanted to buy her Christmas presents so I was like (laughs) I'm getting a job I'm gonna make my own job that's what I'm gonna do so you gave us this soap that smells so good it's it's spicy is this new will you tell us can we learn secrets? What's happening next with Witch Baby? Um, okay, so our next collection uh, is going to be called Peace, Love, and Witchcraft. And oh, it's I love cool. it. Yeah, it's kind of like 19... So it's like a 1970s style collection. Um, this year is kind of like rebellious because I'm feeling like... I don't know, I'm feeling a little rebellious after... The, yeah. the way politics are going, yeah. not to get into politics, but the way politics are going, I've been feeling like this is like my act of revolt. I mean, I have other acts of revolt, which is also probably why I'm a Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. But um, but the, so this is how I'm like channeling that that energy that I have about all the things that I can't control. I'm just making like my own revolution out of scent. I love it. So, yeah, the next collection is um, Peace, Love, and Witchcraft, and it's all, like, 1970s revolution-inspired products. Amazing. I'll show you you my vision board after this. Oh, Oh my God. Awesome. Yes, please. So if people want to follow you and learn more about you and Witch Baby, where should they go? We are on 
Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, Pinterest, at Witch Baby Soap. Yay! All of those things. Fantastic. Or is there anything else? Snapchat. We do the Snapchat too for the teens. <laughs> so, you know, you can find us all those places. Yay. Well, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you for having me. Of course. We hope that you come back soon. Yes, and for please. everyone listening at home, if you are, you know, interested in. If you like baths. <laughs> <laughs> so, for everyone at home, if you like baths, which baby, let go to that website and knock yourself out. Yeah, and once again, just as the beauty right over here, yes to all the witchcraft stuff, but it also like makes your skin look so good. Yes, like, it's actually it's, genuinely very good. It's, it's not just a gimmick. No, at no, all. It's no. the best. My, it's I. But I'm in case anyone thinks it's just my skin like, has never been better. It's, it's just in case anyone thinks like, oh, it's trying to be witchy. It's not trying to be witchy. It's actually witchy, and it's actually very good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yes. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. You can always support us on Patreon. It's www.patreon slash the serpent cast. Either that, or you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at the serpent cast. We need as many followers and as many patrons as possible. We're trying to get famous. We're trying to get rich and we want you to help us out. And if you want to follow me, Sophie St. Thomas, for lots of sex writer content and way too much about Satan, you can find me at the Bowie Cat. That's T-H-E-B-O-W-I-E Cat. David Bowie and Kitties. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, even though I rarely post, but I do post on Instagram, which has the same handle, and there's a lot of selfies and cat pictures, which are great. It's Ivy St. Ive. I-V-Y-S-T-I-V-E. You can keep up with my daily and my monthly horoscopes by following me on Twitter at AnnabelleGat underscore. You can also follow me over at Instagram at AnnabelleGat.